Hello everyone, my name is Andrew, and welcome to another episode of From Pong to Pixels. If you remember a couple episodes ago, I actually had a few people on to help me cover some topics. Well, after I told them some of the games we'll be covering today, they wanted to come back on. Well, today I'm actually only joined by Quinn, as you saw in episode 3. Quinn, how are you doing? I'm doing good, very good. Yep, and Carlos could not make it today, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So the first game I'll talk about... The, the most popular game, I'd say, that sold the most copies was Minecraft, released in 2011. So, Minecraft is just a sandbox game where you just collect, like, various resources in order to defeat the final boss called the Ender Dragon. It has... You've probably heard of it, considering it's, like, the most popular game with the most copies sold. So, Quinn, do you have anything you want to say about Minecraft? Yeah, I, I like... I like... I grew up playing Minecraft, I remember the first time I saw it, it was on like my brother's, my older brother's phone. And like, I still sometimes even play it nowadays, which is kind of crazy. Because there's just so many different things you can do in it to like, you just never, like it doesn't really end, like as you say. Sure you can defeat the final boss, but like, it's an infinite game. You can build whatever you want, and you just keep moving, it's, yeah. That's definitely one of the factors to why I like, got so many copies, because it just has infinite amount of things you can do. You can play with friends. Yeah, multiplayer and stuff, servers. Mm-hmm. So, and then I want to talk about this one. This is personally one of my favorite games, uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Now, the first one came out a couple years before, but Super Mario Galaxy 2 actually came out in 2010. And I have a lot of nostalgia with this game when I played it with my father a long time ago. It was one of my favorite Mario games, if not my favorite. And I recently got a Wii to replay it, so... That was a very nice experience for me to go back and play some of my childhood games. Wait, I also played that game with my dad. Really? Super, I'm not kidding. I was, I've only played it once, and that was with my dad when I was, like, really, really young. Oh, yeah. It. it was such a good game. Yeah. Like, I, I got so far, but, like, the last... One of the last levels, I just couldn't get past. It was, like, the... Like, the Daredevil stuff. You remember, like, one oh, heart. Oh, you do the... I think I kind of remember that. Yeah, it was in the very last it's, world. It's, like, fuzzy. Because mm-hmm. it was uh, literally... So long ago. Yeah, but that is definitely by far one of my favorite games. Just not even just by nostalgia. After replaying it, it is a really good like the levels are unique and stuff. It is just a really good game in general. The next game to talk about is GTA Five or Grand Theft Auto Five. So Quinn, do you want to summarize this one? So everybody's probably heard of Grand Theft Auto, and it's pretty notorious for being very crude and inappropriate for parents and a lot of times like parents wouldn't want their kids playing that like there's tons of like news articles and situations where parents are angry because of the stuff that's in it because there's like violence and a lot of like sexual things and it's just you know i mean it's a game about like committing crime in la and some people really don't like that it took a lot to get that kind of thing to stop but you know, nowadays it's kind of like a household name, and it's finally getting like a sequel after oh, more than a decade. Mm-hmm. GTA Six, Grand Theft Auto Six coming out twenty twenty five. So yeah, hopefully Rockstar wants to follow through with that. It's just Grand Theft Auto is one of the most popular household games, like you said. And although it is pretty, it was controversial. I haven't really played it that much. Never really got into it, but. I do recommend if you're old enough, which you probably should be. Yeah, I'm definitely and, old enough. Yeah, yeah, and the podcast listeners, if they're old enough, definitely recommend getting it. It's sort of like 
uh, like there's missions and stuff like is it like an open world so like yeah it's like an open world and there's like there's an online game mode where you can like play with friends and junk but it's like completely separate there's like a main story where you mm-hmm. follow these like three different characters who are all like a pretty much like a different archetype of a criminal mm. and the story is like takes like 80 hours to complete but it's really oh, good wow. it's like a movie it's really good yeah I've like heard a lot, lot of good stuff about it so I definitely recommend if you want a long story and I'm assuming a good story then definitely recommend get GTA 5 and in 2025 you get Grand Theft Auto 6 now the next game Quinn you want to talk about this one? Oh, Five Nights at Freddy's Now that that's that's a name that I know well. I'm a Freddy Freddy guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Bit of a fazbear. A little bit. Uh, okay. So this came out. Five Nights at Freddy's is a game that came out in 2014, developed by one person whose name is Scott Cawthon. And its actual backstory is pretty interesting because Scott Cawthon like was gonna quit. Like he he was not financially stable at the time. He worked at a Dollar General. Oh, I didn't even know that. And yeah, in, he worked at like a Dollar General in Texas. And he would develop games just for his family and friends. But when critics would like bomb on them and say the characters look like scary animatronics, like from Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. So he took that idea and he made a horror game about working at like a Chuck E. Cheese pizzeria knockoff and protecting yourself in a security office from animatronics that are trying to like kill you. I was guess. it was that first game the one with like the like chipmunk thing? Chipmunk. I think it was like a, like a beaver and otter or something. Oh, Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, chipper, chipper. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that one. Chipper and sons or whatever. Yeah, that was his game he made before, and that's the mm-hmm. game that got criticized that led him to make five minutes. Because I've seen that before, and that's what I thought it was, but just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, he made that right before that, mm-hmm. and. The game was really interesting because it would get like a sequel. It got sequels so quick. Like the second game came out after months, like mm-hmm. not even a year after the first one. And it got so much popularity. Mm-hmm. And nowadays he's retired from working on the series, but the movie, it, they just got like an actual movie with Josh Hutchinson and everything. Was that his like final like thing? Yeah. related? He doesn't, he doesn't like, he'll oversee projects, I think, but he doesn't yeah. really like. I've seen like Help Wanted 2 is coming out. So yeah. So like, is he like, Overseeing that? Maybe, but he might not even be that over. Like, I think he's just... He said that... He has, like, five kids, dude. He, oh, yeah. He said he just wants to focus on his family. That and makes sense. From all that. Yeah, so, I yeah. get that. He's been doing it for, like, ten years now, so... Like, imagine, like, just, like, the amount of, like, money he's made from, like, movies, games, merchandise. Yeah. Like, I don't... It might not go directly to him, but just, in general, the FNAF franchise has made so much money. Mm-hmm. It's gotten with figures and merchandise. Oh, yeah, it's got some crazy like merchandising oh yeah i even bought like a couple fnaf things they're like these, did, um yeah and this bunch of sequels and said the movie came out by blumhouse it was if you haven't seen it already it was really good came out came out almost two months ago dang really yeah i oh, think yeah, i saw like out, 77 on my birthday yeah that was that was cool yeah. i wish we could have all went to seen it yeah uh-huh <laughs> So, the next game uh, is called Undertale. It was developed by Toby Fox and released in 2015. I personally have never completed a run 
of anything in this game before. It's giving me a surprise look. I've never um, completed a full run, but I've, I've watched like a lot of gameplay of it and seen a bunch of stuff. It is a really good game. One of the most popular indie games ever. Have you, you have an experience with Undertale? Dude, when I was really young, I was like an Undertale nerd. <laughs> Not like, I was just, I wasn't like one of those guys, I don't like dress up as the characters. Yeah, them, yeah. But like I played the game like six times. <laughs> and... Yeah, I haven't really played it in a couple years, but back when I was into it, I was really into it. Yeah, I thought you, it was have good. Have you defeated Sans before? No, I tried. Never? I gave up, dude. I didn't have that willpower. I, I think I was like probably like ten or something. I, I think I started like uh, crying. <laughs> no, yeah, that's I understandable. Was so One of like the hardest fights I've heard. Yeah, he's trolling me. So yeah, Undertale, just a quick summary, it's like you play as the main character first that fell into the underground and you just have to fight various monsters or spare them to make your way out of the underground. Yeah. And all I know is like Asgore is the main, like, not antagonist, I guess. He's just like He's the like, main guy, kind of. The thing about it, that's like the whole point, the big thing with the game is you're able to either kill like all the enemies you see or you could spare them and not like hurt anybody and he kind of like judges you for that mm -hmm. i guess i don't know that's kind of the main point of it and he wanted to collect like i think it was seven or eight souls like and that. like you yeah. were like the last one he needed and you mm -hmm. could either have the chance to spare him or kill him yeah. so undertale's a really good it's an rpg right yeah yeah it's a really good uh, indie rpg and i'm sure you've seen stuff about it so if you haven't checked that out i definitely recommend checking it out the style and uh, gameplay and story is just really well made so shout out to Toby Fox, one of the best. So Super Mario Odyssey is another Mario game that came out in 2017 and it was like, it is a huge Mario game. Like the kingdoms and the story is just like a huge open world game. And I used to play it all the time when it first came out in 2017, 2018. I like 100% I did it like three times or something, like every moon. It was. It is such a good game. It's just like, it takes the original Mario recipe, but turns like a, puts a spin on it to where Bowser kidnaps uh, Peach, but this time he wants to marry her. And he goes all the way to the moon to try to take her. So I, I really like this game. The story and the objectives are really unique and I've used to play it all the time. Have you ever 100%ed it before or played it? I mean, I've beaten it. I don't know about 100%ing it. But... Yeah, it takes a lot of time to 100%. It is a really good game. All the purple coins and like it brings back all the stuff from some old Mario games, yeah. which was nice to see. I'd recommend if you if you're a fan of Mario and you've probably played it, but if you haven't got it, I definitely recommend one of the best 3D Mario games in my opinion. Yeah. So um, in 2017, alongside Mario Odyssey, another game came out, which is Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and kind of in the same vein as what odyssey did it took like the original zelda formula and it like expanded it like a lot because you're in you're pretty much like in this big open world where you can just literally like do anything you want like there's a final boss you have to fight and like the moment you start it you could go and kill the final boss if you want to mm -hmm. if you're like good enough i guess it's like you don't have to like complete all the story but... no there is a story yeah you can if you're like that good i guess you technically can go kill it but you'd have mm -hmm. to be like really good to do that didn't uh breath of the wild win the game of the year one year i th i think it I, did i probably did yeah and the game of the year uh, awards just came out like i think a couple days ago maybe even a week ago and the winner of that was Baldur's Gate 3. Now, I actually have never seen much gameplay of this or heard about it, but I'm assuming, I think you have? I mean, I've never yeah. played it. It doesn't really look that interesting. I haven't, like, been super into, like, new games and stuff that's coming out lately. Mm -hmm. But from what I've seen, it look it's like, 
it's based off of like Dungeons and Dragons, I think. I don't um, know, but I don't know much about that. Yeah, I've heard like apparently it was really good to win the game of the year, but you yeah. know, respect to it. Like some like Spider-Man games were on there, but like kind kind of was too recent, I think, to win game of the year. It came yeah. out like, last month, there's two months ago or something, mm-hmm. so I haven't really had time to play it. But back to Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, uh, open world game, and if you're a fan of Zelda and just a fan of Nintendo in general. You've probably seen it, but if you don't have it, or if you haven't bought it, I definitely recommend to play it. I should probably play it sometime soon. My friend wants me to. So, one of the most popular, if not the most, Battle Royale game was also released in 2017 called Fortnite. Fortnite was originally a save the world game where the main objective was to save the world. I guess against, like, monsters and stuff. Mm -hmm. I never got into that, really. I know you had to, like, pay to get in, but uh, my friends that have played it, they said it had a good story and stuff. So, but the main part of it that got popular was the Battle Royale aspect, which I think was released a couple months, maybe a year later after Save the World. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it, it was really good. Like the graphics were unique and like nobody had ever really seen something like it before. And after like more and more people decided to play it, just the more popular it got. So, uh, do you want to talk about your history with Fortnite? I mean... I remember the first time I played it, it was like free, so I just mm-hmm. downloaded it when I was like in like fifth grade, mm-hmm. and then I just, I didn't know what was going on, so I died instantly. No, yeah. But it's crazy how nowadays it is like, it's like It kind of like revived itself, like it did like go really like kind of down at one point, like a couple yeah. like years ago, but now like with the introduction of like the old map returning and a new season coming out, like all these new game modes, it's kind of getting a bit more popular now. Which was nice to see. I've been playing it a lot recently, too. Yeah. But yeah, Fortnite was a really popular Battle Royale game. I'd say, like, had a lot of players. Like, what, 2018? Like, all back then. I mean, the yeah. other, nowadays you can, like, see how many people are, like, playing yeah. a specific game mode. And I remember the other day, when the new season or whatever came out, I got on it. And I looked at the players, and there was 900,000 people playing, like, one oh specific my God. game mode. Like, not that's not even everybody who was playing it at once. No, yeah. It became re- it like really popular ones. now, which which is nice to see again. Like, after they brought back the old stuff and, like, introduced new stuff, like, it's just been a lot of people wanted to come back to it and check it out. Because yeah. after the old map returned, a lot of people that haven't played it since, like, 2018 wanted to come back and see because that's what they were used to, you know? So it was really, really nice to see the, the becoming popular again. And yeah, that's it. So, Quinn, it was nice having you on for another episode. Thank you for Maybe if Carlos is here, can, can get on this time, might get him back on. That would be good. So, all right, thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of From Punk to Pixels, and I will see you guys next time. This is your host, Andrew, signing off.